We're into it. We're here. We've played Elden Ring for a week. And I think last time on the, the podcast, I said I wouldn't really enjoy it that much. And I think it's been one of the only games I've played since saying that. So I have... I don't know what the, the, the saying is, but I love the game. It's a great game. And we're going to talk yeah. about it for like two hours. Oh, for sure. Dude. Oh, for sure. This is, like, oh, yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is like everything I ever wanted in a Dark Souls game. Uh, this game is so good. So, yeah. So, welcome back to the podcast. Episode 5. Uh, I'm your host, Scudder. Uh, and I'm joined with my co-host, CJ. And to, th- today, we have a different host. Tyler's not here. He goes, listen, last time, I didn't even talk. This time, I'm definitely not going to talk. So, we got Lane in here. Because Lane knows hey. everything. He's a big yeah, anime just guy. about just about everything. Big anime, big Elden Ring. So he's gonna he's gonna save this pod. I'm gonna make free money off this. Lane, you gonna play a Dark Souls light. tabletop with this? Um, yes. I guess I'd be willing to try. Let's fucking go. I'm, I'm gonna be running that probably as my first like tabletop game, just because I feel like I would be able to. Like, whenever we're in Lothric, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know kind of what's... Well, actually, I do know what's going on for the most part as far as, like, story and lore and shit. So, like, I would be able to explain that to you guys a bit. It's better than if someone other than me or Lane, who, like, breathe that shit, would know. Is Lothric uh, Dark Souls 3? It's that both. Dark Souls 3, yeah. It's both. Or no, I'm sorry. Warjourn is Dark Souls 1. Lothric is Dark Souls 3. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I remember a lot of them, the stuff they kind of released was a lot of Lords of Cinder uh, mentions. So I figured it was 3. <clears throat> okay. Let's get on to the real topic. We're going to talk about Elden Ring. And why Fucking it's... LD Ring. And why it's winning Game of the Year. I guarantee. I have a feeling it's Might winning well. Game of the Year. I mean, it's Might still well early. But yeah, it, it's still early in the year. It so could happen. Say, but it's it's pretty well, who the good. fuck? I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, bro. Honestly, I am truly to anyone expecting to come out with a game in 2022. <laughs> but yeah. who the fuck is beating Elden Ring this year, bro? I'm sorry, Pokemon. This shit's fucking amazing. Pokemon. Gen Nine's coming out, baby. Give me that crocodile. I'm about to see something insane, dude, for them to not pick Elden Ring as game of the year. And I haven't even beat it yet. Mm-hmm. And it's just been... The game came out last Thursday at 6 p.m. And we are currently recording this uh, on the following Thursday at 9 p.m. And I have like 43 hours into the game because I cannot get enough of it. I just can't. That was going to be my first question, to actu- actually, to everybody: was how many hours do you have in this game? Because I have sixty-one. Good question. Almost yeah, I have like hours. a total of like fifty because I have like a second character that I made for our friends who don't get to play it as much, <laughs> like Seth and them. Yeah. So I made a different character, so that way if they're like, "Dude, will you come help me fight this boss?" I can be like, "Yeah, I've got somebody." I have played, and we started a wretch playthrough recently. Me and CJ did uh, eleven point five hours within the last two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also think a funny uh, um, thing we could do for that playthrough, Scud, is like, since I do have like a second character, mm-hmm. if you ever get somewhere where you're just stuck, stuck, yeah, just you call you summon in. me. Yeah, and we could do a co-op fight. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, I guess we should shoot that out real quick. Uh, we have started a YouTube channel. 
mainly what we have currently is going to be Elden Ring content. It's me playing the game with very little Elden Ring Dark Souls experience and CJ watching me stream it and basically backseat game me where he'll be telling me things I should do and look for while I just try to survive. Uh, got a good example of that last night with the rune bears because that's the first time I've ever seen them. And uh, that was very terrifying. I was not mentally ready for that area. Uh, and CJ goes, yeah, there's going to be a lot of dangerous stuff, stuff up here. And I just go into it thinking it's okay. And then a bear wakes <laughs> up and I thought it was a rock. And I had a, I had a very large panic moment where I was not ready for what was about to happen. So yeah, uh, should be should be on the Fireballs YouTube, uh, Fireball Space YouTube. Uh, there's currently nothing on there, so you gotta give me a week or so to upload that stuff. But uh, it should be coming out soon. I don't know if we're gonna beat the game, but we're gonna hopefully go through a good majority of it. We'll try. Son. We're gonna try. We're gonna try. And also, it, it will mainly be Elden Ring content at first, just for the simple fact that we don't really want to start like multiple playthroughs at the same time oh yeah absolutely not. like I, like I, it would be cool if we start another one before we end elden ring mm -hmm. but like you know it would be nice to get like a, a good couple of solid hours under elden ring before we start yeah. another game i'd like to get some risk of rain 2 gameplay in there i think that could be fun if we like cut out all the middle uh and just show like the funny moments uh, i'll probably buy it if you want to play it for the tube oh dude i'd love to play for the tube it's four player co-op it's perfect uh we also have like we can also go back and play like pathfinder wrath of the righteous which i didn't finish pathfinder kingmaker which i haven't finished uh eventually Baldur's gate's gonna release uh maybe and we're gonna play that uh hopefully get a four-person co-op going of that uh but that's mainly the plan uh maybe maybe this is a big maybe go back and play divinity 2 i've tried that many big times maybe. it's just big maybe big, it's hard big fat huge maybe yes we've honestly tried <laughs> so many times to play divinity 2 and we just can't get it done well what's hard it's not even is, anything against the game no it's a great game that's the problem we it's, just can't get the group to commit like it's always one person well that me, has to drop out for one reason or another me luke seth and tyler played a large majority of it before seth went to vet school and uh we got like to the last the ending quarter of it i'll say and uh seth just like couldn't get on anymore to play it so we just stopped but i mean we had like almost max level characters you could feel like the ending coming up it was crazy but yeah so i think that once we stopped then that was it we were done unfortunately so yeah heavy maybe but there is a chance there's always a chance I think I've started Divinity and stopped like about 40 times. Why is it <laughs> so finally, hard? I don't know. I, I had that um, restart-itis. I had to keep starting over because I didn't like my party or I didn't like my build or something like that. Divinity's hard too, dude. It's difficult. Oh, it's a very hard game. You can Maybe it's hard? just because I'm not super used to those kind of CRPGs. But, uh, yeah, also not being used to those games will really honestly put you at a disadvantage. It seems like a lot of those type of games that come out nowadays kind of anticipate you knowing what you're doing. I, I don't know. I never had a problem with it, but also that is my like jam of like yeah. turn-based strategy games like that. So that may have been why. But yeah, there's a chance we'll be in it. Chance we won't be, but everything else that we listed, good chance we'll be in it. That's the goal, at least. Hopefully, hopefully we see it through. But yeah. Um... The Elden Main 
playing some LD. Time to ring some Eldens. All right, I'm going to turn my so... mic off and let you guys just go to town. <laughs> Goodbye. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you guys, and Scud's played a little bit. So he said he's been playing it. It's the only game he's been playing. And I know he hasn't been on like a ton, ton. Yeah. But he's been playing it. We're trying. Um, so far in Elden Ring, uh, throughout all of the Souls games, and, and Lane can comment on this, um, out of all the games and out of, you know, Sekiro, I unfortunately didn't get to play Blood, Bloodborne, but I will be able to try it here soon, thanks to the main hero lane. Uh, but uh, Elden Ring has made me go, what the fuck, <laughs> more than any of the other games, whether it's, like, what this enemy, like, can do, or just the enemy itself, or the area that I'm in that I didn't expect. It's just always, it seems like every time I turn the corner and I don't know what to expect, they blow my mind with what is there waiting for me. Yeah, they, there's definitely like, every there's so many different genres it feels like, yeah. that every time you turn a corner, it's like, I could look at a Bloodborne enemy, <laughs> yes, which would be horrifying, or I could like run into just another knight, or some weird cat, <laughs> you know? Um... That, those are the funniest bosses I've seen. Yeah, um, the cats for sure. The, the cats are so funny, and people and there are a bunch of people that think that those are like really hard too. Wait, like you're um, talking about the? There's one in the, the starting area, piece. right? Okay. Yes, there is. Really? Um, those are. Like, I wasn't very overly distraught with that, so I'm surprised to hear some people could be. I mean, it it moves weird, and maybe that's what throws people off. I think that is what those people. It are, moves like it an old like eight bit game. You know what I mean? Like the way it's just yeah, it's, yeah. it functions. It's very twitchy and it's hard to react to if you don't already know like the moves. Right. Yeah. Um, but I it, literally anything could happen in this game, and that's what I like a lot about it right now, is that it, Dark Souls was feeling a little bit tired because I kind of knew what to expect all the time. Mm -hmm. And this is this just feels so fresh now. Have you guys tried playing modded Dark Souls? I have, actually. I, I haven't yet, just because I haven't really decided to go through the effort, I guess. But apparently it's not too terribly difficult. Um, I played through the Cinders mod. Did you really? Um, I did, and uh, I really liked it. Um, I, I, But mostly it was just a kind of greatest hits of like the Soulsborne kind True. of stuff. True. It would just put all the weapons and stuff. Like It would put in all the trick weapons from Bloodborne and stuff and I would go through the game with, like, a Kirk camera. That was cool. But, and it, it had some remix bosses, too, but... Um, and, it, and it pretty much just mixed up all the items and put them in, in different places, and... What, what I found actually really funny about Elden Ring was how many things from Cinders I felt like <laughs> were in Elden Ring. Yeah. So one of the things that I noticed uh, right away was um, the fact that in the Cinders mod there are a lot of spots that you can click uh, a prompt on and it will just teleport you to just a random different other part of the game. Like you'll be, you'll walk up to like a uh, statue yeah. in like um, the very first area and it'll teleport you to like the untended graves or something like that. Right. Right. And, and that was what happened to me actually <laughs> in Elden Ring. When I opened a chest and found that, um, Another thing that they actually... I, I don't know that they took it, or maybe they got the idea from Sunders or something, but 
um, was the summons, the ashes. Um, that was also in Cinder's mod, and um, it pretty much works exactly the same in Elden Ring as it did in Cinder's mod too. Well, Cinder's uh, mod was very popular, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's probably I don't know if that's the most popular Dark Souls three mod now that Convergence is a thing, but which I haven't played. Convergence is that. quite popular, but I would say Cinder's is the most popular. Convergence did kind of get like another surge of Dark Souls. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Dark Souls is a is a niche game, and a niche community, obviously. Um, so if you don't love that shit, then you're probably not gonna watch somebody play Dark Souls. Um, unless you do like watching people play Dark Souls. I know people who like watching, but not playing. Um, but uh. I I know a lot of the appeal for playing like those modded versions of Dark Souls is just I want to play through Dark Souls 4 <laughs> I, I want a Dark Souls 4 and by that I mean I just want to play another Dark Souls game I, but there's not another Dark Souls game coming out so I'm going to remix this one you know yeah and and can Convergence helped with getting people like oh dude the new Dark Souls mod I'm going to play Dark Souls again but Cinders, honestly, dude, like it was, if you played Dark Souls on YouTube, you also did Cinders Run. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. And and like at at a certain point, it was almost like a third of the YouTube videos on YouTube was Cinders. Cinders mod. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like so, new content for a game. Right. So I would say Cinders is probably the most popular. But honestly. I'd say it's only because of how recently Convergence came out. Cinders has been out for for a good minute now. Yeah, I had uh, I had never heard of Convergence, but I had heard of Cinders, so that's that's why I asked. But uh, Convergence is the new one for one, right, Blade? Uh, no, I think it's also for Dark Souls Three. What is it? Um, it basically, I I haven't played it and I haven't really researched it myself, but. I think what it mostly does is it adds like way more spells into the game. I know that's one of the big things is that there are just I think more than a hundred new spells to Chimney cast. Crickets. Because somebody basically looked at Dark Souls 3's uh, magic system and just said there are not enough <laughs> good spells yeah. in the game. And I agree. And that's why they made Convergence. Huh. That's pretty cool though. Oh yeah, it's very cool. I was I, planning on actually trying it, but then Elden Ring came out. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there's no reason to go back for like another three, four months. Yeah, especially because the magic in Elden Ring is so good. It is pretty cool. Um, Which I'm only... playing an intelligence character, and it's just sublime. Yeah, I've only seen like the very basic uh, magic, and even then, I'm like, this is a good time. It just feels good. Like the 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 casting feels smooth and everything like that. Uh, what was your starting class, Lane? I picked Wretch. Oh, you went Wretch. Um, yeah, I, I started out as a big naked. Cool. Um, and, uh, I, I was going to tell the story, because I, I was actually holding off on telling this so that I could tell on the podcast, was Ooh. the story of how I started the game. Yeah. Um, Let's hear it. And I know uh, CJ, like, asked me, and I was like, well, I'm going <laughs> to save it, I'm going to save it. <laughs> um, I started Wretch. And I walked out of the tutorial zone into the open world, and uh, 
I got killed by the tree sentinel, which Classic. is like standing right outside the tutorial zone. Yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe I don't go this way. So I went <laughs> towards the swamp, walked into the ruins, opened a chest, and I ended up in a very high level zone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, I had turned tutorials off because they were annoying me. Sure. Um, so I didn't know you could fast travel. So I walked all the way <laughs> from the uh, from the red zone, which is like to the east of like the starting area, right? And it was basically other side of the map, all the way back to the starting zone. That's terrible. And you don't have your horse or anything no. either, so like I couldn't outrun any of the enemies there. <laughs> so, so I had to like very sneakily sneak past everything and. Did you just have to like slowly? Did, what, did you kept spawning back in the uh, the evil place? I know what you're talking I about. I did, yeah. That's terrible, man. Oh, but just... eventually I, I managed to sneak my way out of there. That's awesome. And um, <laughs> and make my way back. CJ and saw I me die in there like order. five times. <laughs> oh, what was that? Sorry. Oh, CJ watched me die in there probably about five times. <laughs> What'd you say? You 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 beat a boss early game that you weren't supposed to. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm not supposed to, but oh. it was in the more, it was in Limgrave, which is like the starting mm -hmm. area of mm -hmm. the game. Um, but it's it's definitely a boss that is kind of out of the way. Wait, who is it? Where you start the game. Um, it was the uh, it was the skeletal mariner. I believe it was called. Oh, I don't know that one. Like a, it was like a skeleton on a boat. Oh, I don't know that one. That sounds cool though. Um, it's like to the northeast, like almost in that eastern part of the map. You know, I almost went up there and decided to turn around. So I may just have to go back up there. I don't know why I even turned around. Uh, but that's really cool. I love that you can just explore the open like area and there's like just random bosses and events and just dumb things you can get into. Oh, yeah. I've gotten myself killed many times on accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's another thing about this game is that uh, when you start the game, it just feels like everything can kill you instantly. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you start Wretch. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, you walk up to Tree Sentinel, and you're like, okay, I can't kill that guy. Yeah. And you walk to the east end of the swamp, and then the dragon shows up, and you're like, okay, I probably can't kill him either. <laughs> uh, I still couldn't kill Tree Sentinel, and I just, I'd kill what I'm calling the first actual boss, because he, you know, limits your ability to continue the story if you don't kill him uh mm -hmm. i killed him very easily and then going back to tree sentinel still can't kill him close but no i i, I fail every time i uh but yeah yeah the game's amazing if you're if you're considering picking it up do it you should uh i haven't bought the game myself yet but that's because i have tyler's uh steam share and he works during the week uh, when I'm awake, so I get to play games while he is sleeping. Uh, it's the best win-win. Uh, but he did consider returning it, and I go, listen, you have to tell me in advance if you do, because I have to buy this game. Like, that's... It's a, it's a very good game. I was very surprised when I, I realized that I had played for, like, five hours straight one day. Uh, but yeah, ultimately, it's a great game. So, I was wanting to ask CJ, um like what his start to the game was like because I know you're going for like a faith build or something I think well, it's Luke. honestly recently yeah Luke I think is going heavy in the faith yeah oh okay. um I started the game as a samurai and worked through those stats for a while 
But it actually wasn't until recently when I started actually looking into faith. Um, so that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm going to start doing with bro. But, uh, but for right now, um, he's got, you know, fucking 30 health, uh, 30, I think, or no, like 34 health, like 32 stamina and like 38 dex or something. And then 12 faith. So like, I'm, I'm just really just now getting started on the faith. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, the beginning of the game for me, honestly, was like, it was like I was on the interstate. Like, <laughs> I, like, like, there wasn't really much stopping me for a while, to be honest. Like, I was beaten ass for probably the first, like, five or six hours of the game. Mm -hmm. And, like, if a boss killed me, it was only once or twice. Um... But to be fair, my first, actually I would say probably my first 10 hours, I didn't have really any issues with any of the enemies because I didn't really do what I was supposed to when I first played the game. I really embraced the fact that this was an open world FromSoft game, so I just kind of started like doing whatever the fuck. Like, so like, I was paying attention to the story and you know, where I was supposed to go and I knew where I was supposed to go, but I didn't want to yet. I just wanted to go do whatever because I could now. Um, so, but the uh, the beginning is fun, you know. Honestly, I like the beginning of the game. Oh, it's so fun! So enjoyable. It's so. so calm. I didn't mean to say that like everything can kill you immediately. It meant that it wasn't fun because like finding all that stuff, like seeing the dragon fly out of the sky mm -hmm. and then running away like a coward, is fun. Yeah, sweet. That's probably why I haven't continued the story is because I was like, oh, I haven't been in this direction yet. And then I start running and I spend like a good two hours in a new area that I probably shouldn't be in. It's amazing. I really am surprised yeah. at the game, though. It, it has truly impressed me. And no cap when I say it's going to get game of the year. I think so, too. Yeah, some, like some someone's crazy. really going to have to... Yeah, someone's really gonna have to come out with like the next big fucking thing for Elden Ring to not win Game of the Year because if I could honestly give it one real good critique is that the port for PC sucks. True, true. That's the only thing, true. and and it does. A lot to you, bro. It it kind of sucks. Yeah. So the frame rate is an issue at times. Uh, sometimes. It's just like, all oh, my game's framing, fuck, and mm -hmm. then it's over. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it frames in combat. Sometimes it frames in the open world a lot. And then sometimes it frames in a boss fight. And it's just like, dude, I'm just trying to play the game. Yeah. But other than that, literally no issue with anything in the game at all. Wayne, this will be a good question. Have you had any complaints yet? Um, I guess most of my complaints, I, I'm going to put that in air quotes. Yes. I would just say are like more like nitpicks. Yeah. Stuff like um, those, the little mini dungeons that you can go into, like the catacombs or yeah. like the tunnels. Yeah. They feel less, um, like they have a little bit less, less thought to them. They definitely have thought into them. So they still have like ambushes and they're mm -hmm. still obviously like thought about. They're not just chalice dungeons from Bloodborne, let's say. Oh, did, um, did Bloodborne have the like similar feature? 
Bloodborne had these chalice dungeons, and they were procedurally generated uh, dungeons. So it would make like a seed and kind of populate a, a floor of like a generic like tomb hmm. and with enemies. And it was basically like kind of a way to keep the game like you could play this game Fresh. forever. Yeah. Um, and but but the ones in dark uh, in Elden Ring are definitely more structured than that. Yeah, they they're like pre-planned. But they're very short, and they're all very samey. Really? I'll say. Okay. I've only I mean, done the... Uh, not too many that have had big differences. Yeah, I've only done the, the opening one, the uh, the imp one in the beginning. Yeah. That's the only one I've, I've been able to try. I could yeah, agree. You'll find if you walk into, like, a catacombs, uh -huh. you'll be like, oh, this looks exactly like the other catacombs, very similar and it feeling. has all the same enemies. <laughs> You know, yeah. Now, I have been through my fair share of catacombs, but I will agree that the structure of the catacombs is about the same. Um, there are some catacombs that are different. So, for example, I have been in a catacombs that actually does have skeletons in it. And yeah, um, yeah, I've been in a couple catacombs. From what I can tell, the more into the game you get, the more tricky the catacombs get, as far as you know. The first catacombs you did, Scud, was, oh, uh, cool, I'm just going to go into this room. Mm -hmm. Hallway, 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 mm -hmm. new room, hallway, boss room, right? Yeah, pretty much. When you start getting into the catacombs later in the game, it's not really exactly sure where the fuck I'm supposed to go. It's kind of a trick. It's a, it's a sneaky. Like, you have to do a certain thing to get to the next spot. I don't really want to spoil it because, like, they're, they're kind of hard, but they're kind of not at the same time. Sure. If you overthink it, 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 then you'll, like, really put yourself in a bond. But, like, all I'll say is when you're in Elden Ring and you're not sure where to go, from what I can tell, look up or look down. Oh. And you'll probably find your answer. That's good. Okay. That's a good little tip that I didn't think about. But like I said, that was just like a little nitpick I had. Sure. And I could even, agree. Th even then, it was it, those dungeons and stuff are so short that even if they started to bother me, which they don't actually bother me, um, even if they did start to bother me, they're over so fast. Right. And the bosses have been fine in them anyway. So. Yeah. Are the bosses? There's good variety to the bosses. Okay, as well. that's what I was about to ask. Is the are they real similar? If the dungeons kind of feel like the samey samey to the to the uh the bosses feel that way but i'm glad to hear that you know they no, feel like they no. have differences because if i'm not mistaken the catacombs boss is like well i don't know if i want to spoil that for somebody's like first experience with elden ring like i know that's like an early game spoiler it wouldn't really be like a huge deal but you're talking you about know, the very i remember one? whenever i remember whenever i was going through the boss fall gate at the catacombs and i was like I wonder what this is gonna be, and then I seen what it was, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, you're talking <laughs> like about the I first said one earlier. <laughs> I mean, the first one we we talked about it, right? We already mentioned it. Did we talk about it already? Well, we didn't say where it was, though. No, but we did talk about it. So but people we did that talk. people that know, they know. They know. They know. You know, hey, hey, you know, you know, you, hey, you, that guy out there, he knows what we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking to you. Yeah, you. How about you go brush your teeth? Don't pretend like you don't hear us. <laughs> Why haven't you picked up your phone? 
Um, I only have... I don't really have any complaints with it either, but I think my complaints are that I don't have much experience in these games. So that is why I don't understand or pay attention to some things. Like uh, the casting thing for me. Uh, when I run out of mana, my character just sits there and spins his staff in front of him, and he's like, why don't this work no more? And I can't roll. I can't... I can't do anything. And that's pretty frustrating, because, like, I would at least like to roll, because I wasn't staring at my freaking uh, mana bar, so I didn't realize I was Oom. And... But, I mean, like, that's that's really it. Besides that, and I've had a good time. Now guy's, like, sitting there scratching his head. Yeah. And, and I'm like, you need to move the tree sentinel is coming with his axe you have to roll yeah and and then <laughs> yeah, I, die. I could see that so i'm like okay well let's i could see that to be honest if you were to post that on reddit you would probably get a bunch of responses like get good right because Which it's I'm like okay with. don't try to cast without mana but like right. it's like you'll get a feel you sure. know what i mean this yeah. is your first game of this of this series so you'll get a feel um for I'm starting to get low on mana. I probably only have one cast left. Yeah. And then you also get a feel for, you know, if I don't have enough mana to cast the spell, it'll, there'll be like, it'll be grayed out like on the right, on, like right. little flask thing there. So it's just, you know, it's honestly just a beginner mistake. And to me, I think people's complaints about the game is going to be whether or not they just like it or not. Sure. Yeah. I think that there is a strong possibility, and I'm not for certain if we spoke on this on the last pod or not, of there being a good amount of people who bought the game because of its Metacritic score that aren't going to like it because yeah. they will not have the patience or they just won't like the combat that the Souls type of game has. Right. I was, so, uh, I was watching somebody on Twitch that I uh, follow. And it's his first time playing Dark Souls, or a Souls-like game. And uh, he just got Torrent. He's at that spot where you just get Torrent at the bottom of the hill. And, you know, like, you're supposed to hop on Torrent and then ride uphill and, like, dodge all the things that, like, spawn, like, all the knights and the giants and the the wolves and everything. Uh, and he just wouldn't. He wouldn't run past them. Uh, he didn't even run up to them with Torrent. He would just try to run up on his own with his shield up. And I was like, hey, man, you, you probably just need to to skip this. And he was like, I can't. I'm a, I'm a completionist. I have to do this. And I was like, it's, you're not going to miss out. You can come back and do this. There's no. If you die, let's say you let's say you beat the first uh, stockade or whatever, right? Of this of this like multi level hill. If you die, they're all going to spawn back and you're just going to be doing this all day long. So. Sometimes I think something of the game, if you're new to these Souls-like games, postponing and coming back to something later, I think is a move. That's the strategy of this game. You just gotta to give know what you gotta do. Nice, you just gotta you gotta like, you know, I can't do this right now. I you know I'll come back to it when I do X Y Z. Absolutely. I think if I were to give somebody who was playing this game. Like it's their first game of the series. A piece of advice would probably be to exercise patience. Mm -hmm. And breaks from the game, honestly, might be a good idea. Like yeah. if you're stuck 
on an area and you know say you're that god you just don't want to move ahead you want to beat the area like i did for most of the game where i'm just like i'm in this area i'm gonna complete this area and then i did because you know i've played these games forever right if you're really stuck at a place for example like a story boss and you just don't want to go do anything else a break from the game can really give you some time to reflect on some of the things on some of the mistakes that you don't want to admit to yourself that you're making and then you 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 go back and then you do it and then you fucking beat them um and, and because that's whenever, what i went through whenever i was getting good at these kind of games i don't know if you felt that way too lane because every time i hear a new player play these games and they complain about the game like fucking them because like that's what these games do it's funny to me because i used to say the same shit <laughs> whenever i played dark souls <laughs> like um, I, I definitely think that taking a break can help you because even if you don't think about it when you're not playing it um, usually if you j even just the virtue of coming back to it with a fresh face will just kind of be helpful yeah like I don't know what it is about just taking a break but if I'm doing something really hard and then take a break and then come back like a day later or two days later or whatever right. it definitely helps me um, but this is also just like you know the nature of Elden Ring is just that it's an open world game and now that you have the choice that you can just be like this is too hard for me I'm just going to go do something else um, and that's what I have been doing <laughs> most of the time and it's um, easy to do that it's very it's easy also, uh, it's also rewarding to do so because yeah. there's no telling because if you decide you know I don't want to fight the first story boss anymore. I want to go do this cave that I found earlier or whatever. Or I want to go run around in this field and then you find a cave. You might only get souls or, or runes from it. Enough to level up once, maybe twice. But you might get like a weapon or a, or a art or something. Or a new ash. Yeah, this thing is badass. And then you're like, now I'm going to go fuck that dude up. Like, because that's, you know, sometimes that has happened to me a couple times. You know, I have moved on from a couple of things because I was like, I'm going to go do a couple things and come back. Because now that you have that option, it keeps the game refreshing as well. You right. don't have to grind your face into the game like you did with Dark Souls. Which I'm so happy about. I think that's one thing I didn't like about Dark Souls and why I would lose interest in it so easily is I would get started. I would like, you know, get past the first little bot, like the mini boss, you know, and then I'm in the open world and I'm like going through a little bit and it just feels like I've got to grind through all these, you know, enemies and dodge roll and you pay attention. And it's like in Elden Ring, I just exist. I just do whatever I feel what feels right. And when I want to progress the story, I just go, I choose to, I just go do it. Very interesting. I don't know, but I, I, yeah, I have no complaints on the game. Oh, one thing I did want to say, you mentioned patience earlier with attacks and stuff. Part of my reason with my mana and not being able to properly pay attention to it was, uh, I'll get in a fight with like tree sentinel, right? And I don't remember what the name of the spell is, but I have like the sword, right? Where I can just like do the quick casting of a sword and like slash. 
Um, it was a Karian something, I believe. Yeah, like long, not long sword. Maybe it was long sword. I can't remember. Karian flash sword or something like that. Flash sword. That sounds Souls right. Um, but I would uh, so I would start every fight the same way with the summons, and then I would so that's like half my mana gone already from normal, and then I would uh, spam that. And the problem is, is I would be in the middle of combat and it's hard to tell for me, at least because it's such a small amount of FP that it takes that I can't tell when the last swing is going to be. I just have a general idea like I'm about to run out. I had uh, that's why it's been so easy to just accidentally miss that. Uh, that last swing and then I'm dead. I'm too busy sitting there scratching my head and looking at my staff to realize that <laughs> I need to roll. I think another problem that kind of I, I won't say it's even a problem necessarily just that I think what makes it a little easier to do that in this game is that um, Clintstone Pebble I think is the first spell you yes. get yes yeah um, it is not Soul Arrow it is much more spammable yeah um, you can just yeah. keep casting them motherfuckers and um, they you can keep spamming them over and over and Soul Arrow you can't really do that because it's you have to do a whole animation and it's mm -hmm. much slower so you can kind of know that this is my last one before i won't be able to do another yeah also because in dark souls one it had like the the slots so you could only cast like however many it said you had oh really it didn't have an fp bar i know that um, but um even the the car the flash sword too the carrion sword it um it's also just like a a very spammable like I'm just gonna smash RB and just melt this boss until I'm out, I'm out of mana. Yeah, that's been my problem. Is I'll, I'll um, sit there and spam, 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 spam because it's easy, and then I'm uh, I'm running on empty, and I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> what do I do now? Yeah, I found myself hey. doing the same thing as an Intel build. Yeah, you're learning though. You're learning, um, and you'll learn also on your sorcerer as you have like stronger spells mm -hmm. because as we were doing the backseat gaming yesterday you was learning this attack staggers and this weapon staggers with a lot of attacks and stuff so you're right. starting to learn Picking how to bit. be aggressive and when to be aggressive and when you start getting those spells um, as a, as a mage, you'll start figuring out which spells you can be aggressive with. Right. And like Lane said, you can get uh, those glimstones and and those you can be pretty aggressive with just because they're fast. Right. Um, I meant to ask this earlier too. Why did you decide to go faith all of a sudden uh, on your samurai? Honestly, it's because I've picked up whether it's going through the game and it was a pickup item from somewhere I explored. Um got it from killing somebody um or i just gave it to the dude at the round table mm -hmm. and he's like oh yeah this is a book of uh, incantations i can teach you these and it's like some sneaky shit like there's there's some sneaky incantations that you can cast in this game oh um, yeah i've seen those and that's honestly the reason why I've been going into faith is so that way I can I can pull off some sneaky shit on my samurai. What do you mean? Right sneaky? now I'm honestly, so so for example, right now I'm honestly able to benefit off of one. It's not super beneficial, but it does help in certain situations, um, where I can cast it on myself. It only requires ten faith, and it will silence my footsteps, 
completely. And it will reduce fall damage as well. Wow. So it's uh, definitely a useful spell. Oh, yeah. And 10 faith, very, very low requirement. So very feasible, honestly, for any build. Yeah, um, Ratchet can cast that right away. Ratchet, yes. you could literally cast that on your character. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, that that's a pretty decent spell that I've used for certain situations where it's like, I'm going to sneak up on this rune bear because if I tried to sneak up on him without this, he would hear my footsteps. But now that I've completely silenced myself, I can get up close on him and get a good full charged heavy attack on him or whatever. Right. And then as you start getting higher up in the face, uh, incantations while you can cast, like, like Lane said, I haven't seen what all you can do, but I have seen a couple things in game that I have ready. Like one that I'm excited to see exactly how it works is 18 faith called like black smoke or something. Mm-hmm. And it says that it completely conceals the caster. So I don't know if that will turn me invisible or if it'll like make me I think, like. I think what it implies that it does. I haven't seen it either, but um, it puts like a big black smoke on you, and you're just impossible to see while you're standing in it. Which sounds really possibly cool. be useful. Like especially if you were like um, some kind of caster, also like since you're on faith anyway, yeah. you like completely conceal yourself and then throw something. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I wonder if this. You think it'd be like a heavy PvP option? Yeah, it sounds definitely For more sure. geared towards. I PvP. think so. That, yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Um, I will, I was also thinking that as well, Lane. So that's why I, that's why I'm eager to see how it works. Is because I'm not sure which one exactly it is. And even if you don't like throw a spell from inside of it, you could probably pull out a great bow or something. Mm-hmm. And, and also, just like shoot into um, it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's true. You could do that because um, it'll hide you, hide the fact that you're like aiming up a ranged attack or whatever. Um, so it has its uses, and there is a uh, incantation that me and Juice both found today called uh, Blood Flame, and it requires twelve faith and ten arcane. So I actually, did have to fucking upgrade my arcane like twice. But uh, but you cast a flame on your sword, and I haven't got to use it yet because I actually just leveled up my arcane enough, to, like right before we started recording, to be able to like use it. And uh, the samurai's uchi katana has a bleed effect on it. Yeah. And I believe this flame blood gives you like flame damage and bleed buildup. That sounds really good because bleed is super broken in this one. Bleed is super fucking good in Elden Ring, bro. Super, super good. I've been um, using the flail a lot and throwing blood grease on that thing is like insane. So in the previous games, um, like in Dark Souls 3, Dark Souls 1, I believe it was this way as well. I don't think bleed had a buildup, did it? It did. In, in Dark Souls 1 it did? Yeah, it did. Yeah, you're right. It sure did. Yeah, you're right. I remember now. It wasn't nearly as crazy, though. It was not. And in Dark Souls 3, Bleed was a luck proc, right? Yes. So in Dark Souls 3, it was kind of... Like, it was good if you could get the proc off, but, like, a Bleed build in Dark Souls 3 
where you have to like upgrade your luck as your main stat is tough like early game like no uh oh yeah it's very tough but in this game bleed is so viable like it it's it's almost like bleed is an added bonus to your weapon it almost doesn't sacrifice anything on your weapon and it also has a bleed build up and um it definitely works super well on bosses and stuff too I yes found. yes i, I was like actually i i haven't even tried like poison and stuff on them either and i've been wanting to try because I feel like a lot of... I've, I've been hearing that a lot of bosses you can actually poison too. Well, um, I was able to get the Jellyfish Ash. And they will poison. So poison is effective on bosses. Um, because they will get poisoned and that's constant ticking damage. But it's... The Jellyfish's poison isn't super good. So I'm not sure... You know, if you poison it, if it'll scale with you or anything like that off of anything... Um, but I do know that bleed scales off of their HP, and that's a fact. Oh. And the only reason I know that is because I'm not gonna say what boss I fought or what thing this is, because it's technically not a boss. It's just a fucking ginormous monster, and I got a bleed proc on this thing, and it bled for 14k. <laughs> instantly instantly oh it literally like it went like 200 damage 400 damage 600 damage right because it was like my normal light right light, yeah light. and then i hit it again and then the bleed procs and it goes 14,800 damage and oh i was like god. oh my god dude <laughs> that's because the bleed does like a percentage based damage yeah. based on their how much hp they have that's crazy. So like it'll do like I don't know, like thirty percent damage wow. to their HP bar. It's it's busted. It's also busted on you. So don't get fucking. Don't let yourself get bloodied, son. It <laughs> fucking hurts. Um, faith is actually something that I wanted to talk about because faith is back with a vengeance in this one. Fuck yeah, dude. Faith. I felt like, in my opinion, faith was good in Dark Souls Three. I really do feel like it was good. And one was, I, uh, so it, okay. it, it depends on how you used it, right? I ran a paladin build in Dark Souls 3 where I would only use the Sunlight Spear, Lightning Blade, and Great Great Heal. Mm -hmm. Right? And that was like the three faith spells that I casted, and I would have like forty-five fucking faith or something like that. And I would have a sword that scales off of my faith as well so when you add the fact that uh so you know you had to know what you were doing if you were gonna have a good faith build i'll give you that like it's not like a dex build or a strength build where it's like i like this weapon i'm gonna use it and i have the strength for it you definitely have to know what you're doing and where to get the specific spells and weapons and stuff to get a viable faith build but if you knew what you were doing with Faith, and Dark Souls 3 was so good, I had almost no issues going through with my Paladin. Um, especially after I found the Sunlight Straight Sword under one of the dragons on the bridge. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, that weapon is busted on a Faith. Because though. it allows you to get that, that uh, fucking uh, miracle off that buffs your attack and defense and whatever. 
Sacred so, Oath. Yeah. Sacred Oath, yeah. So if you knew what you were doing, you could really get damage numbers, bro. I was hitting shit for like I would buff it with lightning and then I would buff with a sacred oath and I would literally have a shield out and do a one-handed light attack and do like 500 total damage. Like it, it was insane for a white straight sword single-handed attack. That's a fuck ton of damage. It is good damage, but I think my problem with Dark Souls 3's faith was that it was just it, it felt like you were only really getting into faith because of the buffs and not for like the actual damaging spells because they weren't super amazing i mean i'll give it to you outside of this the spears and the lightning blade the damaging miracles weren't really anything amazing uh, especially like the late game ones like the one that you get in the cage is like super cool looking but isn't really worth a shit and uh and that's what i like about elden ring so much is that the it seems like they've just taken like everything that was kind of like an in-between kind of uh, spell and just made it an incantation so now faith has like so many spells and they have so many kinds as well so like all pyromancies are just miracles now they're just Which incantations it's weird to me because I, I love it i don't see I, I don't come from the history, but that was one of my first questions to CJ was that they they break out pyromancy. So there's like they call it like faith arcane or faith magic pyromancy. And I'm just like, why isn't pyromancy just one or the other? But still, it's just I didn't yeah, think it would be Dark so Souls... faith based. Yeah, well, because in Dark Souls three, uh, pyromancy scaled off of um both int and faith at the Which same time yeah, so you would have to level both of them up um, but now they're just faith spells um, and Dark that's Souls not one, even like they also that? only scaled off faith as well in Dark Souls 1 in Dark Souls 1 they didn't scale off anything are you sure? yeah I'm sure Wait, they, so just, oh no actually the... no you're right the only thing it scaled off of was how high you upgraded your flame hand yeah yeah, oh, you're right. And that's, that's why, why I was like so making good a Pyromancer for, um, in Dark Souls 1. Yeah, because it was easy as fuck to make one. Yeah, all you needed to put was like 16 attunement in you mm -hmm. to get like a, a good number of uh, spell slots and, and then have once a Pyromancer at... play them, and you were a spellcaster now. Yeah, and then once you were at that point where it's like, I think I'm going to go fight the Four Kings. Like, once you're at that point in Dark Souls 1, like you have to spend like somewhere between 20 to 30,000 souls to level up and you can literally spend that many souls to get like a plus 14 flame hand cuz to upgrade the flame hand the only thing you need is souls oh really yeah in dark is souls like one that's shards? the only thing you needed no it's just souls like for everything else you needed like you know fucking titanite shard this that whatever yeah. you needed materials the flame hand the only thing you had to do was take it to the pyromancer at firelink and give them the souls. Is it just because it wasn't a weapon? Therefore, it didn't require Titanite? It technically was a weapon because you could punch with it, but, oh. you know, I think that's why, yeah. It's because it's not like a weapon, like a armor yeah. or a sword. It's just, uh, like, in Dark Souls 1, you just literally are just, like, holding fire in your hand. That's, like, what the flame hand is. Right, right. It's wild, um. And that's not even only the only thing that Faith gets now. Like, they have all the dragon spells. Yeah. Yes. 
Those are yes. insane. My that's friend another reason is playing well, is making gonna... a dragon character. Oh, and, that's uh, super cool. And he's just getting all of the dragon stuff and using it. And I've been telling him, like, every time I see anything dragon-based, I'm like, go over there and get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the, the first major boss of the game, one of the weapons they can give you is, like, some kind of crazy dragon faith weapon that's super crazy. I, uh, one of the first, I think, trinkets I found. Oh, no, no, this was later on in one of the caves. Uh, I had to find it on an elevator. I had to jump off the elevator to find it. Um, he dropped a, a what are, they're not trinkets. What are they called? They're like, uh, uh, talismans. Talismans. He dropped a talisman that would give you, uh, damage boost on roars and breath attacks. And yeah, I was yeah. like, that's that's well, before I saw like obviously the dragon stuff. I was like, I don't know what that means, but that sounds really cool. And now it all makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of the dragon spells are just like breath attacks that mm -hmm. I found, um, and just different kinds of breath attacks. Also, just like you can, I found a, a church later on in the game that will just give you spells that are. Um, this is the flame breath, except it doesn't do fire damage anymore. It does magic damage or some oh. shit. It's pretty. It's pretty wild. But it's for faith, and it's all faith. Wow, interesting. And then they have all, like all the normal faith stuff on top of that. Like um, lightning is still faith. Um, the um, I believe the the dark. Um, there's like kind of dark. There's not really dark magic that I found yet. Mm -hmm. But some of the stuff that kind of resembles dark magic has also been like a faith spell. Most of it, anyway. Um, there's just so much new faith stuff. And and that's not even like taking away from the sorceries stuff because so many of the good spells for sorceries that I found are so good. Yeah, same. It's funny, dude, because the second character that I made on Elden Ring is a faith build. But it's gonna be like very high into faith, and it's gonna use like a faith-like based weapon. And I want to see like what kind of wild shit you know, I can get into with like a high faith build mm -hmm. on Elden Ring. Because just seeing the faith incantations that I've picked up just on my samurai, <laughs> I'm just like, dude, this stuff is so sweet, bro, for real. Yeah, yeah, faith seems like it goes really hard in this game, which is cool. Even, like, weird stuff is, like, faith spells. Like, I found one that's, like, make your weapon have poison on it. And it's oh. a faith spell. <laughs> and it's like, what? Okay. Yeah, like, sure, that makes sense. Um, and I'm not even playing a faith character, so if I was actually looking for, like, all those faith spells, I can't, I can't even imagine right. how, how all the stuff that I'd find. Um, but all the stuff that I've been finding for intelligence has been insane um and i've seen some spells that i haven't found yet that are, seem absolutely insane like one that is just like you shoot a cannon <laughs> of magic <laughs> yeah something i've been going back and forth on is do i try making 5e content based on the elden ring stuff like uh the tree sentinel has a his shield can shoot like two missiles at you uh which I think it would be a really cool addition because there's not a lot of really cool shields in my opinion in 5e. So having a shield that could do that I think would be a really cool idea. But I was also thinking of trying to save it for when 
uh, Dark Souls role-playing game comes out because it's supposed to be 5e compatible and trying to make a whole new series of magic items just themed around Dark Souls but yeah there's I could take all kinds of ideas from Elden Ring and try to implement them into 5e and they would all make sense because they're just so well done yeah it definitely um, seems like a thing that you could make a ton of like tabletop oh, yeah. off of yeah. And I played that tabletop uh, <laughs> Dark Souls board game. You played the old one? Yeah, the old one that had like the miniatures. Yeah, I've heard it was that good. <laughs> Why, <What>? really? <laughs> it's so boring. I heard there was good things really? in it. Maybe it was just because I hate tabletop. But, uh... Maybe. Yeah, I've got high hopes for the new tabletop one. Uh, could be really cool. Reading all the rules of it makes me think like the new mechanics, the like they implementing. Uh, like bloodied uh, as a uh, creature mechanic is gonna be really really cool i'm very excited for that uh the you can die feature but your character actually comes back as a but they lose a piece of their 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 self so uh Ooh. yeah i think it can op open up some very interesting uh role play situations because i'm gonna guess at the beginning of it they're gonna recommend you like you know, your character has this many memories slash traits that they have, and then when you die, you randomly lose a trait. And then as the game goes on, your character just slowly, slowly, slowly becomes more and more... What are you, hollowed in Dark Souls 3, or are you... Yeah. Is it hollowed still? In, yeah. Okay. You're hollowed in pretty much all of them. Right, okay. But just... You that, can't go hollow in all of them. Right. That just seems awesome to me. There's a few rules that we kind of talked about last week that I'm not super certain on. Like, if half your party dies, the whole party dies and things like that. But still, I'm very interested to see how it's going to play out. Um, but yeah. Anything else you guys um, want to talk on on Elden Ring? I will I will uh, say we have hit the hour mark. But oh, have we? <laughs> I am more than happy to have you guys keep going. Um, um, I could say one thing that I'm really anticipating and I'm really excited for it because um, you think I've put a lot of hours into the game. Mm -hmm. uh, Lane has put a lot of hours into the game. Okay, I'm imagine. Bucking trailer. Yeah. Has done nothing but play Elden Ring since the game has come out. Probably like I would have if I also didn't do like anything. Yeah. Ever. Because he's just honestly just chilling. You know, he doesn't like, you know, have a job. So right. He's just honestly just booing all the time. So, he's just been playing the fuck out of Elden Ring. And he said that there is a fight in Elden Ring later on that makes the third campaign boss look like a bitch. And I just fought the third campaign boss, and he was hard as fuck. Yeah. So, like, one thing that I anticipate in the game is that they will make you use full use of your kit in order for the fight to be not as difficult. So, like, I was talking to Shay about this yesterday. The game gives you a lot compared to Dark Souls. Yeah. They give you a third flask. They give you summons that you can that you can have, you know. Um, you can summon in, like, two of your friends. Um, and, and so, well, you could do that in Dark Souls 3, but, you know. They have the item crafting, so you can make all these the item crafting to make yeah. you, like, immune or more resistant to, like, certain types of damage or different kinds of bombs to throw yeah there's a lot of more thing there's a lot more things that they give you in elden ring 
but I anticipate that the in-game difficulty will be like hard and that if you don't make use of your full kit that it, you're going to have a tough time right, honestly they'll, they'll I punish do you for slacking yeah. yeah which makes sense I mean there's a reason they put it in the game they intend to see you use it I've definitely come up on areas even in the area that I'm in which is I, I'm finally actually going back to that eastern part of the map mm -hmm. um, to look around and I walked into a part of that map that I obviously am not supposed to be in yet <laughs> <laughs> because I uh, I killed I'll put it this way um, I killed an enemy that was uh, in the normal part of that zone and got maybe like 300-ish runes um, and then I go up to that area which is not very far away from that normal area I kill the same enemy after much difficulty because it's very much harder and I get 1800 souls <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so I would assume that means it's like that many times harder right yeah no, you're probably um, right <laughs> and I'm just like this I, I have I feel like um, another thing is that the game um, feels like it's going to go on so long and I'm happy about that yeah because like I'm at I think my flail right now is plus 15 which is fully upgraded in another Souls game yeah yeah. Like, uh, I think uh, in Dark Souls 3 plus 15 is the max that you can get Yep. And I've heard that it goes up to 25 in this one. Wow. <laughs> That's sweet, dude. And I can tell because I am I go up into that zone and I start smacking enemies and I'm like, I am doing nothing to these <laughs> guys. Um, and I, if you've, I found a couple of little secrets in the game as well. Mm -hmm. um, secret ways to get around the map. And... Um, the map is so big it's bigger than you even think really yeah. that's awesome um, because you'll go to like a new zone and then like you'll go through like a portal or something and then you'll end up in some ass end of the map and then you'll zoom you'll hit the back button to like look at the map and you'll see it's gotten way bigger because you've actually teleported outside of it so it's actually expanded to include the area that you're in the map is so much bigger than you think it is. Even even when I thought it couldn't get bigger, it did. <laughs> oh, there's another thing we could talk about. I just tuned into another stream just to like kind of see where they were on Elden Ring. Uh, nighttime and daytime have different bosses or different oh, yeah. uh, area of events. Uh, we found oh, yeah, out that on the uh, the playthrough with uh, me and CJ the other night, uh, where I got to a certain bridge and it was nighttime, and a uh, dude on a horse isn't. It didn't look like he, he had the last few times I played it. And uh, when I rode up to him, he had a health bar this time pop up and the scary music came on. And I was like, wait a minute. This is this is just supposed to be a dude on a horse. This is not. <laughs> yeah, it's this a is different a big... dude on a different horse. Yeah, it's a big dude on a big <laughs> horse with a big axe. Where... <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. And I just like panicked and just ran past him. But very cool. The... It's almost like the the. Uh... The Breath of the Wild of Dark Souls games. It oh, is yeah. the, the, the Breath of the Wild of Dark Souls games. You can literally do a little bit of everything in this game. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've been appreciating about the game is just how pretty it is also. Yes. Just mm -hmm. looking, at, no matter which direction you look, <laughs> the game looks beautiful. You always look out at a beautiful landscape, 
and there's like some crazy shit going on like mm-hmm. with enormous towers in the sky and there's also just the Erd tree just always being there yes dude, it's, the Erd it's tree so, is cool. so cool it's like no matter where you're at you'll always see the Erd tree like because always. it is so enormous i love it dude it's it's so sweet and like when elden ring hits something in my opinion it, as far as my experience with this game like when it hits a note mm-hmm. like it hits the fuck out of that note like when it makes you feel something like like whenever it tries to make something feel creepy it's fucking creepy like when they try to make something feel fucked up it's real fucked up and like when they try to make things like beautiful like the landscape or the views um you know they just Every time that they find a way to, like, make a moment, they make it, like, a, a moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, bro, this is this is wild right now. Whether, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, those moments for me were there with Dark Souls and Dark Souls 3 for sure. But in Elden Ring, it's almost like you don't know what to expect at all, honestly. Right. And... It takes advantage of that so well. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great bonus. The game doesn't get dull, like, at all. You're never like, you know, I think we're about to wrap it up. Or, you know, I yeah. think I've seen it all. And then you see a goat rolling around, and you're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, cried. yeah, fucking I love it, I cried laughing dude. the first time I saw dude, the goat rolling the first, on the first time I saw I it was on CJ's like stream. 20 minutes. <laughs> CJ goes, what the hell? You're not supposed to do that. And I look over and there's a <laughs> ram just rolling around. And I'm just like, and that was really funny because Ellie was also in the room. And uh, she saw it too. And now when she comes in, I, I go, I'm playing the rolling ram game. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. It, it's God, it's fucking amazing, dude. When it, really it, when it, it has funny moments. It's fucking comedy. Like, whether oh, the game is very funny. Yeah, it dude, it's. Um, it just see, just seeing those those sheep and then just watching them Sonic spin dash away yeah. from you. Yeah, it, it's awesome. It's and just so unexpected. For me, in my opinion, I think the in in all the games that I play, I didn't get to play Bloodborne, like I said earlier, and I never got to play Demon Souls as well. But I've heard the same complaint with Demon Souls as Dark Souls one and three as. Like, I've heard the complaint that enemies are the same. Like, Dark Souls mm-hmm. 3, a complaint people had that a lot of the enemies were guys in armor. Like, knights in suits of armor. Or whatever. The enemy diversity in Dark in, in Elden Ring is out of this world. Insane. I have, um... I've definitely seen some enemies that are, you know, just kind of reskins of other enemies from the other games yeah like specifically the little gargoyles and the catacombs and the dogs are, just, are they just the thralls from dark souls 3 the they're dogs oh the literal, dogs, obviously literal copy and paste of the rats <laughs> but then there's rats um, too there's uh there's even some bosses that i'm just like this is pretty much just this other boss from yeah. the other dark souls game well i but guess it'd even be then hard. it's like remixed in a cool way and i'm like ooh. Yeah, uh, I think I fought a giant that reminded me of like uh, Dark Souls 2. There was one of the first bosses. There's a large giant and they seem to have very similar fighting styles. 
Oh, the last giant, yeah. The last giant, yeah. And then he was very similar. I think you watched me fight him the other night, Lane, uh, where I found that weird, like, not a scimitar, but curved blade thing. And uh, the weapon. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, they reminded me a lot of, like, very similar in a lot of ways. Uh, where they just kind of, like, swung their arms. Uh, of course, the new guy has a weapon. But still, it's very, it, was, it was a very similar feeling. Uh, but yeah, man. Okay. We're, game, the game is just so good. Man. It is. It really is. If, if you're considering playing it, you should do your best to play it. Uh, it's, it's worth it. But uh, we're coming up on the minute twenty or the hour twenty mark. Yeah, we're we finally we finally hit a minute, guys. So that was let's go. Uh, let's go. Holy. Uh, excuse me. Uh, but we hit the hour twenty. I think we're gonna wrap it up here because uh, we really could go on forever. There's just so much to this game to talk about. Let's end it with uh, a final review. So Lane, give us give us your overall review of the game so far. God, ten out of ten. Fifteen 10 out of ten. Fifteen out of ten. You've heard it here. Out of 10. Shit. It's so good. Okay, okay. We got a we got a we got an amazing so far. CJ, what would you give it? Man, out of everything that I've experienced with the game so far and all the emotions and moments that I feel like mm -hmm. it's honestly it feels like it, it has effortlessly provided. Even though it does have issues with the port with the PC, mm -hmm. you still gotta give it a ten out of ten. It's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> uh, honestly, I'd probably give it a ten as well. Uh, the only impressions also just it, yeah, I, I we haven't, haven't beat the game, the game either, yet. So. Mm, yeah, we haven't beat the game yet, but you know, I don't anticipate a shit ending to ruin no. the game or anything like that. No, you know, yeah. so if anything, my score will probably go up. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd give it a 10. Uh, I don't have a lot of Dark Souls experience, and I've been meeting a lot of people that really have close to zero Dark Souls experience. And uh, they've been having a really frustrated time. Mm -hmm. And if you've been struggling to get through the game, uh, just slow down. I think that's the best thing you should do, is just slow down. Uh, but besides that, it's a great game. It, it really... It, it, it nails everything that you're looking for in a fantasy game like this. It's got the struggle. It's got the grind. It's not overly hard compared to some games. But it, it's extremely well-rounded. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably also give it a 10. Um, so now I, I just saw Tyler loaded up Elden Ring. This Tyler may be the first time. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if he's played it yet or not. Yeah, he may have made his character. Oh, yeah, he started it. Okay, so it's not the first oh, time. I can't wait to talk to him here in a minute. <laughs> You're watching um, play. I can't wait, dude. So uh, let's wrap this up. So thank you, Lane, for joining us. It was it was real fun. We'll have Lane on here again for sure. We'll definitely yeah, find something else to bring him in. Uh, I, I don't think know. we could bring him in again about Elden Ring here in a couple weeks or something. Let's yeah, like, maybe towards end game of Elden Ring. Yeah, just give it like a couple weeks, maybe a month, and everybody can get real settled in yep. with Elden Ring. Yep. And we can oh, talk yeah. about it a little more. I'd like that. We'll I'm mark gonna, our calendars. When I get some PvP in. Yeah. Some I'm going to fuck some people over bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, next week, we'll probably go back to what normally the the normal show is. Maybe we'll see if there's any new games or anything on the horizon that we can talk about. Um, but, uh, yeah. Thank you, Lane, for coming on. Uh, CJ, yeah, thank yeah. you for coming. Uh, you can find our ads for our show. Uh, most of them are going to be Fireball Studios. I'm going to put them in the description this time. 
uh, all the previous videos did not. I also need to shout out the guy that we got the music from. Uh, I've been using this guy for probably over the last two years. I randomly stumbled upon him when we first started playing D&D for ambience noise. And he is now pretty much the sole person I use for uh, music. And this isn't sponsored. This isn't an ad. Uh, he really does just make amazing music. And I'm surprised he only has 100k subs on YouTube. Because he probably deserves more. Uh, he makes all this music. music. I, I've been listening to it the whole time I've been talking. It's Dude, actually, I almost fell asleep. It's been amazing, actually. It's, <laughs> it's so soothing. Um, it's much preferred over the, the in, copyright free like, like punk you know. pop yeah 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 i was listening back to a clip i put on instagram and it was like this random lyric in the background it was just like help me and i was like okay what is <laughs> what was that so yeah this is so much better and so much smoother um uh, but his name is uh and i hope i don't get it wrong michael gelfie gelfie studios another studio um on youtube uh, his link to his Patreon and his YouTube will be down below. I think you can donate, like, tip his uh, Patreon. Um, but yeah, he's definitely well-deserving of the uh, the accreditation. And uh, if you can sub to him, you should. Uh, quality music. He makes more than just, uh, like, this kind of travel music. He makes music themed for multiple events. Uh, he makes ambience for sewers forest caves battle all kinds of stuff it's amazing honestly i truly have been using him for the past like two three years but uh yes definitely big shout out to him uh and besides that that's it um thank you everybody for listening uh follow the pages down below to keep up with this all and uh i appreciate it good night see ya elden ring elden ring elden